Welcome to Cross Chaos, where the facts are stacked and these bitches are wet. We're Cross Chaos. I'm Faith. <laughs> I'm Faye. <laughs> and we are your chaos coordinators. We are so excited to have you here today for our first episode. Joining us, we have Ray, Shay, and Jay. I'll let them introduce themselves real quick. Um, I'm Shay. I'm the bartender. I'm Ray. I'm the buttender. And I'm Jay. I'm the one who keeps everything together. <laughs> so before we actually get into our episodes, I feel like this is a good time to tell you guys how Cross Chaos came to be. Started on a road trip. It did. It started on a road trip on our way home from Chattanooga, Tennessee. <laughs> Four, oh. Four of us were on it. Me, Faye, Jay and Shay. We were like listening to a murder podcast and we were like- Not Shay, Ray. Yeah. Ray. Ray. Oh my gosh. Sorry, Shay. It's okay. Shay actually just is just... an unpaid intern here. Yeah. We're all unpaid. <laughs> Let's just clarify. <laughs> we are all unpaid. Her, her, her time actually is just Shay, unpaid intern. you were there in spirit. <clears throat> Um, yes. No, but we were all there. We were listening to a murder podcast, and we just got to talking about how much we love them. And we were like, "What if we did one?" Yeah, I feel like we could do one. I was like, "Oh, this is a great idea. We can do this." And hence, they actually podcast. woke me up in the car screaming about <laughs> how excited they were about doing. This yeah, podcast. you guys. Aren't you so happy too. we did it? Aren't you so happy we did yes, it? Because look so where we are happy. now, Ray. Look at us now. We're in Jay's game room and with a fancy mic, and that isn't working. Hey, Ray. Amelia yes. saw her baby as like a symbol of hope and love in this really dark place in her life. But unfortunately, Amelia sees the reason, sees her baby, Leonardo, as the reason why she's here, why she's stuck, why she's being abused. And so this cycle of violence continues and Amelia abuses Leonardo. Um, eventually, Mariano drank himself to an early grave. Yay. <laughs> Listen, good riddance. That guy was awful. Um, That's the one that raped her? Yes. Okay. Good job. Follow along, Jane. Good <laughs> yes. job. Um, her mother remarried into a more financially stable relationship, but was still very abusive and cold to Leonardo. Um, when Leonardo was coming of age, she was a very beautiful woman, and her mom saw this as an opportunity to raise her own social standing by marrying her daughter off to a very rich man. Unfortunately, um, Leonardo was in love with a city clerk named Raphael, oh, who was kind and a good man, and really loved Leonardo. And her mom was very much against this marriage, and um, she just refused to marry any man that her mom picked for her. She wanted Raphael, and so her mother cursed her <gasps> and goes, you will live a miserable life until the day you die. Jesus Christ, it's a horrible mother. And like this is a time when they very much believed in witchcraft, and Romani curses and all this stuff and so like Leonardo was terrified yeah. um sometime before she got married to Raphael she goes to a fortune teller and is like I've been cursed tell me my fortune first off I don't think when you go to a fortune teller you should tell them you're cursed first but anyway um Leonardo was told that she was going to outlive all of her children that's terrible it <laughs> but honestly worse. she like, I feel like and it gets worse is like the title of Leonardo's life, Leonardo's life, because she gets pregnant 17 times. What? She has 17? three miscarriages, 10 died during childhood, seven of those before they were three. Only four of her children lived. 
Dang. Oh yeah. my god. So she really was gonna outlive her kids. That's Damn. insane. I know. Okay. Um, and then she, like during this time, she visited another fortune teller and was told, um, in one hand, there's prison. And in the other hand, there's a mental asylum. So like her life is shitty. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna get shittier is what. Yeah. I Damn. I know. Um, so she was having seizures because the anxiety was so much. She was making herself ill. She's super paranoid. All of her children are dying. So she's silver bearing and overprotective, which is like really kind of understandable. Yeah. But she would like just stay there all night awake, just watching her children sleep to make sure they were breathing and live through the night. Like I can't imagine how horrible. That just imagine, imagine like you're a mother and you're watching your children you have to watch over them to make sure they don't die in their yeah. sleep because your mother cursed you right you're so terrified yeah that's awful i know it's like if her mother didn't curse her what type of life she's like, literally she's living to wait for her children to die exactly know? and it's that's so sad yeah but it's just miserable event after miserable event because um along with her child dying throughout these early years of their marriage in 1927 leonardo commits fraud because they're financially unstable because they keep having children who get sick can't afford a doctor but she gets caught and then she has to go to prison for a year and a half and when she's released her family moves to lacedonia which is a very beautiful place in italy the countryside but then in 1930, an earthquake, one of the most destructive earthquakes known in Italian history, is right there in the center of Lacedonia and destroys their home in the city. Oh this girl God, this woman cannot get a She cannot get a Wait a minute, just to clarify, is this the killer? Yes, this okay, is the killer! So are we feeling bad about her? Or yeah, are we I do, like, I do. I do feel a little bad for her, but yeah. I don't feel bad for You feel bad for the person, like, the child. what she went through for the children. Yes, yes. Yes. But not for her. As of right now, we do feel bad for her. Yeah. But soon we're not going to feel bad exactly. for her. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, well, right? So she had a pretty... Like, like, do I feel that's bad for her? That's, that's, what, what, I'm saying. Saying. Like, that's what I'm first. saying. Like, if she had a good childhood, like, and, like, yeah, her mother right. was good to her, like, this... All of this could have been preventable. Mm -hmm. Um, But eventually they moved to Correggio. And things are looking up. Um, Leonardo knows how to make soap, cleaning supplies, and she opens a shop, and she's very famous and well-known for the shop. And they're doing good. They're financially stable for the first time in their lives. And then she's getting into witchcraft. She wants to break this curse that her mother has placed on her family. And so she's also dabbling in fortune-telling, and, like, everyone in the village is going to her for advice. And she's just as famous as famous can be in this small town. But unfortunately, the year 1939 rolls around. I don't know if you guys know your history, but this is the start no. of World War II. Oh, and Mussolini. <laughs> Not Shay going, nope. <laughs> Couldn't tell you what happened then. I wasn't there. World War II no is broken out, and a fascist leader named that. Mussolini is oh. ruling over Italy and is ready to join the war to be allies with the German. Oh. And Giuseppe is Leonardo's pride and joy. Sucked. Listen, I thought the same thing too. <laughs> but Giuseppe was Leonardo's first child. Um, and is healthy. And the one she had with the rapist. No. Leonardo is the child the oh, product of the rapist. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. you're good, you're I good. It's it a lot of names, a lot of things. But Giuseppe was like her first born after like a miscarriage. And so oh. it's her favorite child. This Damn. is the one she loves on so much. 
but her overbearing and overprotective nature has made him very much want to break free. So he enlists in the army. Leonardo found out she freaked out and she was like, what am I gonna do to save my son? I have to do something to protect him. I don't want him to die in this war. I'm not gonna outlive another child. Oh and so God. through her knowledge and practice of witchcraft, she knows about this law. The law of equivalent exchange. My full metal alchemists know what this is. A life for a life. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what I meant. Side note, I'm an anime fan. I'm gonna bring them in when I can. There's nothing wrong with an anime. I like anime. I know, anime. I know. I'm just saying, I'm gonna bring in the references when I can. So, as I said, she's a well-known fortune teller in Correggio, and women just come seeking advice. They want to get married, they want to find a good job, they want to start families, and she's the person to go to. <laughs> this is where she started looking for her sacrifices. The sacrifice who's gonna save her son Giuseppe's life. Okay. Um, her first victim was a woman who was looking for a husband, Faustina Secchi, and it seemed as if Leonardo had a perfect plan to get away with the murder. Faustina came to Leonardo searching for a husband. Leonardo told her there was a suitor waiting for her in Palo. But she must not tell anyone else about this news. She must not tell anyone that she's leaving, their destination, anything. She's gotta be, she's gotta keep secret. Um, Leonardo told Fascina to write letters to her loved ones and friends, and these are planned to be sent out after she's to Paolo, but in reality, after she's dead. Sort of like to throw them off the tracks. So she's like, I'm planning this out. I'm gonna send out these letters, so that way no one thinks they're dead. Does anyone else think that this is kind of like a movie? Yeah, it <laughs> it is. Like a it movie. Is. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm I doing. know. I know, right? So I'm surprised they haven't depicted this into a movie. It is a movie. Yeah. There is a movie out there. Oh, is there really? Yes. You're going to have to tell that at the end of this. I, I will. I haven't seen it yet. I just know there is one. Um. So, on the day of the departure, Leonardo drugged Faustina with a glass of wine. And after she passed out, Leonardo brutally murdered Faustina with an axe. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my so, God. Obviously, she's never killed anyone before. And obviously, it's not an axe. And so, this was very brutal for Faustina. Because she's still, like, kind of in it you know she's like kind of passed out not really knowing what's going on she's terrified she's passed out when she hits her with the net with yeah. an axe yes oh my god in the first swing she gets scalped oh my god she had horrible aim There's, yeah i'm blown away how yeah, could you scalp somebody but you miss the whole head you just yeah. get the scalp now come on well, come it's, on yeah use your brain well <laughs> so anyway Fasina just dies a terrible death and she i have to believe she's kind of aware of what's happening to her and like if you think about it this is a small village they must have been friends so can you imagine your friend going after you with an axe honestly though they, they say in murders that usually if it's someone who's killed usually a murder is someone you know there's a good <laughs> chance it's someone you know who has killed you yes wow. they say that in a lot of murders i watch yeah. a lot of 48 hours guys <laughs> i watch a lot of cold cases so here at Cross Chaos, we do like to take a second to just remember by those victims and give their families and the victims themselves just a second of respect. So right now we're going to just take a second and everyone's going to be quiet. We're going to just... I started watching Casper. He started scratching at the window. This is good. Just take a second. Acid thing in a pot to boil. Mm -hmm. I don't know the Ugh. soap making process. I really didn't want to look into it, especially human body parts. Um, and 
started like collecting her blood to use for tea cakes. So this idea, like little pastries. Okay. And so the thought is protection on the inside, protection on the outside. Use the soap to wash, eat food, protected from the oh inside. Oh my god. Yes. So she's like a witch. She's yeah. like a legit witch. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She's determined to break this curse and have her son live through this war. Oh Continue God. this because I have some. I have a theory I want to talk about. Go okay, ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Tea cakes turned out well, but the soap did not. It was just mush. Um, obviously, she's never made soap out of a human body before, mm -hmm. so it was a failure. Um, but everyone still ate the tea cakes. Family members, neighbors, and apparently they were good. That's what. So everyone's told. just chowing down on. The she's determined to do anything for herself. Jesus. Yeah. But why is she feeding the tea cakes to everybody else? Well, to save her family. Bless if you think you're gonna live a miserable life, I'm told you're gonna outlive your children. You're gonna feed your other children the tea cakes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wait. Whoa. She fed whoa. everyone. This woman. Yeah. She fed them all. She Even took to the her own job. Everyone. All of well, her. Well, that kids. was the point. Was to feed it to the own children. Hold on. I gotta think of how to phrase that. You said it was mush. It was mush. So she had to throw it out, and that means she had to find another sacrifice. I'm Just so inside sorry. protection was not enough. So she had to find another sacrifice. And so there's conflicting reports on what this second victim's name is. We've seen a lot of Clementine, a lot of Francesca. On the Instagram, it is Clementine, but I think I'm going to refer to her as Francesca here. Um, Francesca Sovi was another middle-aged woman seeking Leonardo's help. The process was repeated again. Leonardo claimed that she had found Francesca a job and... Um, Francesca was also instructed to write these letters that would be sent out after she arrives in her new home. And on the day that was supposed to be her departure, once again, Leonardo incapacitated Francesca with drugged wine and killed her with an axe. Her body was cut into pieces, blood set aside to coagulate before being added into tea cakes. Francesca's body parts were placed in a pot with a lot of causetic, causetic soda or like some type of acid. Try like calcitic, I think, like calcified. Calcitic. There you go. Thank you. Thank you, Faye. Um, trying to get this one right, get that right waxy, soapy texture she needs to make the soap to protect her son. Once again, she failed. And once again? again? Yes. No offense to her. I mean, actually, a lot she's of supposed, offense to her. She's supposed to be this really good, famous soap no, maker. No, a lot of offense. First, if you fail once, bitch, <laughs> stop. Just stop. That's what I do when I'm, I'm in college. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> if you fail once, just, just stop. stop. Don't go kill someone else and say, well, I'll try it again. This is round two. <laughs> well, we're going to round three now. Oh, my God. She um, just needs to learn. This is her final victim, though. Her name is Virginia Capaccio, and she is a former opera star who sung in famous opera houses in Italy. That's amazing. She came to Leonardo just like the other women seeking help. Virginia wanted to get back into the limelight, into show business, and start singing again. I don't know why she stopped in the first place. I couldn't really find why, but yeah, she wanted to go back. But Leonardo just happens to know the perfect family for Virginia to go to to be their secretary. They work in the arts, they're mysterious. She can start singing again. It's too good to be true. It really is too good to be true. Aww. Because she had to write those letters and tell no one where she was going. And then Leonardo killed her friend, Virginia. Oh my God. <laughs> this is insane. But this it is, is horrible. Was to protect her 
yourself, but God damn. Well, I felt bad for her in the beginning, but yes. now so that's what I'm saying. Like, someone don't needs to make her into soap. <laughs> someone should try it. Someone, someone, someone should try it. Her blood. Let's. Was they made into tea cakes. More tea cakes? Tea cakes. So wait, I'm kind of, so I'm many kind of tea confused. Cakes. So, Does little, she have a tea cake shop and she has a blood shop? I mean, I no. don't know. In a soap shop? I think the tea cakes are just like a little side baking hobby. And then she's like, I'm going to add blood. Oh, I'm days. just going to have a side baking hobby. I'm just going <laughs> to take this blood. I'm going to make it into tea. So wait, so, aren't tea cakes like vanilla? I'm so confused. So like, so I found, so Leonardo yeah. actually shared her recipe for these tea cakes. But out of respect, I was not going to like discuss how these. She like shared this with other people. Yes. She, like the every like even the secret she ingredient. She wrote a memoir, and I'm gonna get to that. Wait, oh my so god! She, did have, like, she ate what like bones and stuff. Oh, okay. because guess what? Third time's a charm. Apparently, Leonardo later tells police um, that Virginia ended up in the pot, like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne, and after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. What the fuck? She said that about her friend. Like, accounts say that Virginia and Leonardo were close. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Crazy ain't the word. I don't know what else to say. She said she's sweet. She's really yummy. She's she was the best delish. tea cake. That's absolutely psychotic. Exactly. Creamy soap. Creamy soap. Creamy soap. Most acceptable. So like not even like they're this is the most soap. amazing soap ever. This most is acceptable. the most acceptable soap. So they're eating soap? No, no. they're gonna bathe with the soap. I'm getting they're, to that. They're eating it's gonna, tea cakes. They're eating the tea cakes that have the people in it. Oh, the yeah. blood. Yes. yes. I'm following. But they can't taste the blood. Wait, the blood is in the tea cakes? Yes. yes. She's and making the, the fat soap. into soap. The yes. Fat. The fat from the body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. We are all in the same I'm going to imagine Giuseppe had some mommy issues going on already, considering Leonardo his mom. Crazy, overprotective, overbearing. Probably wouldn't let him out of her sight for the longest time. <laughs> it's about to get really fucked up. Because oh, this is a gross. Is it about to get really fucked up? Oh, I thought we were already there. Giuseppe comes home and his mother was like, You need to undress. Oh, oh. She gives this grown man a bath with the soap she made from Virginia's body. Does she, does he let her? He put up a fight about it and she's like, I've seen you naked before. You're my child. It's fine. That's and so, like, he was basically peer pressured. He was probably in his 20s. He enlisted in the Italian army. So, like, Jesus Christ. Can you imagine oh how traumatizing that is? Because it's, they were very clear. His mom scrubbed him head to toe. Like, nothing was missed. Mom, I know how to wash my body. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I'm rubbing. <laughs> I'm imagining that his mom was probably already doing witchcraft stuff to him at this point. So maybe he was like, well, whatever, mom. Whatever yeah. you say. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Can we at can least like, get the warm water this time? Please. Not <laughs> <laughs> warm crap either. No, please, just the warm. <laughs> Did you get my loofah? <laughs> Alright, let's 
So we remember the, about these letters, right? The ones that she was like trying to yes. use to cover her tracks. Like, I'm gonna send these out and people aren't gonna think they're dead. Well, sorry about their luck, because that did not work. Anyway, so Virginia's sister-in-law was like, this is suspicious. I can't get a hold of Virginia. I can't find her anywhere. I'm gonna do some badass sleuthing as a female detective and oh. just go around Correggio and figure out what happened to my sister-in-law. We love Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, who is this? This is Virginia's, Virginia's sister-in-law. Bussin'. Yes. Badass bitch. Badass yeah. bitch. She figures out that her sister-in-law was last seen at Leonardo's. So she goes to the authorities. And it turns out the authorities are already looking into her over the other women's disappearances. So now there's like extra scrutiny, extra investigating. They're like, okay, something's definitely up about this. But here's where Leonardo fucked up. She made Giuseppe send out the letters. <gasps> she made her own son oh no. send out the so letters. He got, he, did he... So he's implicated in these <gasps> murders. And he doesn't even know. He's just getting and lost. And he doesn't with the know. Soap. We don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's he's the moment, yeah, he just got tea cakes. He said, yeah. All I did was let her give me a bath. That's all I did, man, I promise. <laughs> but Leonardo, of course, was like, Well, I fucked up. This is not what I meant when I wanted to protect my son. Not send him to prison. So she's just like, uh, okay. So she confesses to I'll everything. Complain. I, uh, I, I may have made some soap out of them. I may yeah, have I, made some No, food. she did. She graphically described to the police what she did to them. That's so, and it's so oh odd. And like, she, she was literally so She made one of them sick. <laughs> like, throw yeah, it out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, if she yeah. listed the actual ingredients to her recipe, I'm sure she didn't care to describe what she did. Yes. She said solicit. I'm not She gonna... told the recipe to the detectives. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. I thought. I want to know if you're actually going to tea cake. She's literally like, this is copywriting. You can't take this. <laughs> okay. So, she's caught. Yay. Giuseppe's free because... Yeah, just the, he got the poor into the stick. He got washed by his mom when he's a grown man. Uh, he got washed by Virginia. That's the poor end of the stick. That's out of this whole story. That's the poor end of the stick, not Virginia, that he's being washed with. So it's, it can is, you imagine finding just out? Just getting washed. Well, okay, but really though, imagine finding out you're eating tea cakes and getting washed with Virginia. I guarantee you. I I'm gonna wait, but I guarantee you. You know, I know he knew something. Yeah. There's no fucking way. I think so too. If he lived there, there's gotta be. No, he had to smell that shit. I know, but people are like, hey, yeah, in the whatever the army. Well, then how did she wash him? No, he wasn't deployed out yet. Okay. Oh. So he's still living with her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Then yeah, he definitely had to live So like, I was gonna bring this up: the fact that Giuseppe may have knew. So like, a little introduction here. After she. Killed Francesca and messed up with the soap. She actually had Giuseppe dump it out in a septic tank, but she just claimed it was a bad batch of soap. So did is she saying that's protect her son, or does he know? I bet in his mind he's probably like this is some funky soap. He's soap. probably like this is like I think this is her dementia. Mom's <laughs> <laughs> having a mental Again. Yeah, I bet he's thinking they're gonna send my old lady mama over to the cops and she gonna be a goner. No, but so I think not that it's justifiable, but I mean that's like a pretty common thing though. Yeah, like Jeffrey Dahmer's dad knew some stuff. You even you know that he gave him the right kill. You have to know. You know what I mean? I knew it. All right, so good job, job, Shay. I knew that shit. Yes. So. 
she has her trial in 1946, and she's convicted of all three murders. Now, do you guys remember the fortune she got at the beginning? That she was going to live all their kids. Not that one. The other that she was going to end up in jail or in the mental institution. She gets sentenced 30 years in prison. And three years in a mental asylum. So she had to go to school. That is so full circle. That is so full circle. Oh my god. I think, okay, listen, hear me out. I think she psyched herself out, and then after this fortune teller told her, hey, you're gonna be on a mental institute, she literally just went psychotic and had a mental break, yeah. and then she actually put herself in it because she went psychotic. That's why I was asking that question in the beginning. But, yes. so during her time in prison, Leonardo did write a 700 page memoir entitled. Oh my goodness. Confessions of a Bitter Soul, where she detailed these murders and her whole life. But I tried looking everywhere. It is very hard to find. The book? Yes. I wonder if it's in Italian. Yeah, is it, it is. only in Italian? I think it may only be in Italian. Okay, who's learning Italian for this? And there's also a song called This Wait. About the Murders, so don't I get that confused. Oh my god. There's a song about the murders? Yeah, when I was looking for the book, it was just like a song that kept popping up. And I was like, ah! Did her four children... Live longer than Leonardo. We do not know. Did did she outlive them? Yeah. Yes. How do we not know? Is there no There's no records so, about what happened to Giuseppe after the war or her other children. We don't know if they lived. But when did she die? Is there, if there's she a, died in 1970. Oh, so this was like I'm sorry. So I thought lived, that this was happening back in like the 1700s. No, she, this was during World War Two. Remember? Did that mean oh. she died in jail then? Oh, that was she died. She died. Yeah, she died when she was 76 of a stroke. 70? She died when she was 76 years old of a stroke. In, in jail or in the <laughs> asylum. I think it's the prison. I think it would be prison because Jesus. it's usually asylum first for three years and then yeah. you go to jail. So, like, I think it, like, I think either way it's full circle. Either oh, yeah. her mother's, like, either way, maybe you can believe in curses and stuff. Because either the soap and the tea cakes worked and her p- kids did at one or the curse was real and her, she okay. outlived her children. I'm not going to lie. Back to your original question, do you believe about fate and stuff? Yeah. I don't know, because that seems pretty <laughs> cosmic. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That does seem pretty cosmic. Yeah, I feel like there's no way. Thought process. Yeah, yeah you kind of did. That's kind of crazy. But yeah. I definitely, I'm telling you this now, if any of you guys try to make me into soap, it won't be good. <laughs> <laughs> we will not try to make you And that is the good. story of Leonardo Cinchelli. That is so That was such an interesting story. Yeah, I have was. a theory that I want to bring up before we move on. Yes. Uh, is there maybe a chance that she had schizophrenia? I don't know. There's not really much research into... Or dementia. Men- Early mental, onset yeah. dementia. Okay, mental illnesses, though, in that type of stuff wasn't so yeah. well known back then. I know, but I'm saying I'm thinking Very dementia. Possibly. Yeah. I'm thinking it because it seems like when Definitely, she was hit, usually yeah. schizophrenia hits also, between late 20s and I kind of threw it away. Like, it was kind of like a throwaway comment, but she was having a lot of seizures. Like, the stress and anxiety she was under, so she was A lot of dementia patients do have trauma. seizures, so that yeah. could be it. She could be having, like, Alzheimer's, dementia, nobody knew. That yeah. is horrible. That is horrible. But honestly, like I feel very I'm horrible sorry, for but her, her as son, a child growing up. If her son was like, let me, she, he had a thing for it. You are not going to be a grown man if she's not beating you and you're going to be like, <laughs> okay, mom. This is good. This is fine. This is normal. So yeah. He's not going to be cool with that. Yep. Or at least I swear if my son tries to come at me, <laughs> I'll be like, wash me, mom. <laughs> oh my um, God. No. Who yeah, are you? The creases. This is not the. <laughs> <laughs> I well, this is not the. All right, so that was the soap maker of Correggio, and now Faye, take it away. 
right, so this next half of our episode, we're going to be talking about one bad blood-sucking bitch. Yes, she's a woman renounced for vividly violent atrocities. 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 That shaped one of the most well-known monsters of all time. Can anyone guess what it is? Can I say Dracula? Because you said blood-sucking. You know what? That was a really good inference. I enjoyed that. Yes, you're right! Yes! One point for Faith. It's not that you're looking at my book or anything. Right? <laughs> it's nothing no, like that. No, it's actually... I actually thought Vlad the Impaler was the inspiration for Dracula. That is actually... They're pretty closely related, a lot of people. But Vlad the Impaler came later than this ah, one. So. Crazy! 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 M-G. Uh, so what facts will be unmasked? And is there more to this chilling tale than a sorn, scornful woman? Scornful love some woman? internal feminine rage. That's we love it. I'm going to have stories about. We all have men. So, just yeah. to start out, uh, the woman of the hour. Well, one of the women of the hour, I yes. guess. Sorry. The woman of this half hour is <laughs> Elizabeth. Okay, we're going to say it again. <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> Bathory. Um, also known as the Hungarian Vampire Countess. So the Bathory family, that's where we're going to start. They ran Transylvania basically independently for the crown for a long time. Uh, They were of noble birth. They had a lot of wealth, many castles throughout the land. Transylvania was still a part of Hungary at the time. Um, So that is where we're going to start. Literally just learned that Transylvania is a real place. That's so I, uh, I'm gonna pretend like. <coughs> oh, you... I love Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> Who's your favorite, Shay? Who's my favorite? Yeah. The little blob. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's so fitting. It's so fitting for you. I like Frankenstein. I think one of the wolf babies fell into it so much. Yes! <laughs> laughed so hard for hours. That is our bartender, Shay. <laughs> hey, everybody, give her a round So, to get back on track, Elizabeth Bathory was betrothed at the age of 14 to another Hungarian noble, Frenik Nadasti. I am not Hungarian, so I'm very sorry if I butcher these names, but I'm trying my best. I'm so sorry. She practiced. I did. They actually were betrothed when she was 13 and they married when she was 14 years old. Which actually is pretty common back then because you have to think, back then, many women, after you had your first blood, you were able to be married. You were officially a woman. Yes, you were officially a woman, your able to be married. Don't they? they I think they also caught it. Yeah, I think they also I'm caught sorry. it in the flowering too. The flowering. The, no, <laughs> the flowering, the flowering was even worse. But <laughs> no, that's okay. No, that is what they called it though. Deflowering. Yes, deflowering. That's what the they call it. Like, the the, no, the flower <laughs> is virginity, and then deflowering is taking someone's virginity. That's okay. how they refer to it. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. So my bad, guys. No, you're fine. So <laughs> while Elizabeth's husband, he Wait, actually sorry. <laughs> Do we know how old he was? He was not much older than her. I think he was like 19 years old. Okay, that makes it kind of better. Yes, he wasn't much older than her, but still. I mean, you have to think, though, it's arranged marriage. It's not like he was like, I love this woman. It's not. I know. I was just going to be like super creeped out if it was like a 30-year-old. No, 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 no. He wasn't much older. That was very common. I gotta pick my own man. I'm sorry about it. No. Okay, Milk. Well, you couldn't survive in Transylvania, I guess. Oh, (laughs) you're not Milk. (laughs) That's okay. We'll cut it out. Okay. 
so while her husband Frenick, which I think is such a weird name, but but not I can't say that. Never mind. <laughs> Gotta say that again. So while her husband Frenick was fighting in the wars, fighting for Transylvania in the wars, he really liked that. He didn't like to be at home. He would come home and like kind of do the deed with her. She'd have kids. They have four kids together, but he never stuck around. He didn't really like the company. So she ran all of the estates for when her parents passed away. She ran all of her estates for the Bathory. And then she ran all the Nadasti estates as well. Wow. So all of these, and actually uh, a wedding present from her in-laws was their big palace that they ended up living in for wow. a long time. Yeah. So like, I don't want to say it, but she's kind of a girl boss at this moment. Very, very big girl boss. And actually we're going to get into it because I really am happy you brought that up. Yes. No, really? Yes, I am. <clears throat> but there's a lot of tragedy and bad things before that. Yeah. So, um, it was sad. Frenick Nadasti died of a illness um, in 1604. Elizabeth was 43, so he was around the age of 50-ish. Yeah. Not very old. Yeah. But I mean, I think back then, I mean, this you got to think this is the 16th century. I mean, that... That's kind of that's pretty that's good, pretty, that <clears throat> pretty old, yeah. especially for like fighting a war. Yes, yeah. yeah, and he fought a lot. He really liked rage and stuff. Like that. <laughs> he <laughs> he liked the rage. He just enjoyed the rage. So, though we don't know much about <clears throat> Frenick himself, we do know that she and he did both treat their servants bad. So there are many accounts. There was even a bishop that came to visit them one time and saw them torturing a servant girl. And, like, beating her, cussing her, all of this horrible stuff. Young girl. And there were several accounts of that. So there is definitely no doubt that she was brutal. Uh, yes. And had kind of a classist way about life. Very, uh... Privileged. Privileged. Extremely yeah. privileged. She actually was even exposed to violent acts. It's really not a shocker that she ended up being so horrible, um, because she was exposed to a lot of violent acts with her family. Her parents were also known for being very gruesome. One time, a peasant stole and her father cut open the belly of a live horse, <gasps> put him in it, and sewed him shut inside while the horse and the man were still alive and <gasps> left him there to die. And she saw it. She saw it happen. Oh my god. Oh my god. Can yeah. I just say, can we leave horses out of human affairs any animals any yeah animals yeah but like horses ex like horses especially they didn't need to be in our wars we yeah. didn't need to like yeah so he there. disemboweled this horse this poor innocent horse and put him in there sewed him shut which you have to think that takes some time to sew a man shut in there <laughs> and left him and this is a grown yes. man the horse so and the man were alive he be trying to get out so wouldn't it be even harder they bound him Oh, yeah. I'm sure he was <laughs> in there a lot. Yeah, they left him there to die and rot in the Shit. horse's stomach, and then they cut him out. I'm sure they breathe. I'm sure they did, but what are you going to do? Only peasants would be the ones to fight for him. Nobody of noble birth is going to do anything for him. So she was just prone, I think, from her family history. Sounds like it was kind of genetic how horrible she was. Yeah. Um, but really, the killings that we're about to get into didn't start until after her husband's death in 1604. So between 1604 and then when she passed away, um, ten, about 10 years later, she murdered between 80 to 650 girls. Damn. Between the ages of 10 and 14 years old. Goodness. Majority of them? I mean, that's crazy. That's, that's insane. insane. Majority of them were servants. Uh, a lot of peasants would have daughters and she would put out ads and say, please come work for me. I'll give you money. It's an easy job. 
just all you have to do is basically clean my estate. So what's like the age range? Here? Ten to fourteen years old. Oh my god! I know these are children. They're babies. Yeah. They're but of course, like child labor laws are not a big thing over there in Transylvania right now. Also, not in that time. <clears throat> not in that time. I don't think anywhere in that time child labor laws were a thing. So these young girls, and they're just thinking, I'm going to be able to make money for my family and take it home to them. So they finally. You know, they go up to work for this woman, not thinking anything of it. Because also you have to think women are not known serial killers or really just violent criminals mm -hmm. at this point in time. Usually when they kill, it's like poison. Exactly. Something really, really... Um, for like money or yes. like inheriting. It's not very sexual in nature no. or really like... Hands -off. Yes. Very yes. Hands -off. Yes. And in this time zone especially, the amount of female versus male serial killers was a drastic Just difference. criminals in general. Yes. A dra dramatic difference. Dramatic. <laughs> a dramatic difference. Okay. It's a drastic dramatic difference. A drastic dramatic difference. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Whatever you say. So, um, first she started out killing servant girls, like I said, and then she switched, actually, a lot of the officials didn't care that these servant girls were being killed. They were like, oh, less of the poor, the wealth will, the wealth will just spread to the rich. Nothing really big. But then she upped her game and started killing noble women, noble girls. She ran like a kind of a house, like an education school, a boarding home in her, one of her many estates. She would ask these girls to come and recruit these girls from these rich families and said, I'll teach them how to have manners for behavioral issues. A lot of girls that were having problems. Adequate schools. Yes. And she would then kill them, mm -hmm. torture and kill them. And her methods are pretty disturbing. So I will say if anyone has a squeamish stomach. Don't eat food. Yeah. Don't eat food. And also, if you just can't handle it, I would stop now. I'm giving you a moment. Um, so I'm going to go over fast some forward. of the methods. Yeah. <laughs> fast, fast forward. forward. <laughs> uh, her methods of torture included stabbing, biting breast, hands, arms, and face, cutting victims oh with scissors and knives, sticking needles into lips and oh under the gosh. fingernails, burning flesh with red hot irons, coins, and keys, whipping, using stinging nettles in the skin. Uh, they would, she would mutilate genitalia either through cutting oh or burning. Oh God. Sewing mouths shut. She would these these last three are pretty disturbing, I thought. Throwing cold water onto her victims and then stripping them naked and leaving them outside to freeze to death overnight. Oh my gosh. She would even report to put some those big barrels that you have, like those big whiskey barrels. I think yeah. they had wine and stuff back in them then. She would fill those with ice water and stick the girls in them <gasps> to their heads. And let them freeze overnight in that. And that's how they die. Oh my, oh my gosh. Uh, she pour honey onto victims and let them be devoured by ants, wasps, and bees. Oh my gosh. Oh. And then this one was definitely the most disturbing for me. She made one of her victims, keep in mind, 10 to 14 years old, <coughs> made one of her victims cut their own flesh off of their bone, cook it, and eat it themselves. <laughs> So it was said that she had some cannibalistic traits, definitely. Um, I can't imagine anything. Well, I guess I can. But, like, imagine, like, being there. You're young. You're a kid. And, like, being forced to eat yourself. Well, cut it off of you. Like, yeah. I can imagine that. I get a paper cut. Over. You go and work for a woman who is known all across the land. And you're like, okay, this is going to be great. I'm going to be able to help my family survive and stay on their toes. 
and you get stuck in a freaking well barrel and put outside freeze. I'm really happy you brought that up because it's not like this woman particularly was going out to peasants' house. She wasn't like oh, recruiting yeah. peasants. Sent Gregor Thorzo, Elizabeth's cousin, to investigate her because of all of these horrid accounts that are happening. And now you've got these noble girls going missing. So he sent them out there, and it has actually said that Gregor walked in to her estate and saw her in the act, caught her in the act of torturing one of her victims. Oh my gosh. And so basically just caught her red handed. Okay, so she wasn't very hidden about it. No, she wasn't. I mean, but what she really didn't have anything to fear. I mean, also how are you supposed to be very hidden if you're literally putting people outside? Exactly. Well, I mean, all that surrounded her though, all of the people that surrounded her castle wasn't like there were other noblemen, wasn't a neighborhood of noblemen. It was all peasants. Peasants that- No one cares about peasants. Exactly. They can't do anything themselves Exactly, yeah. she's noble. So anyway, whenever he catches her, Catches her in the act of doing this. She goes, well, I had four accomplices, four servants, three women, one man. Okay. All helping her. I wonder if they did it in fear of, like, them being tortured. I don't think so. Oh. Because. That's a good point. That is a good point. But I don't think so. Just because. So when they took them in, the only way to get... It took them days to get the answers out of them. Oh, okay. Like, they would not say anything. They were like, I don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing horrendous going on here. I don't know what this torturing is. They're peasants. Don't listen to them. Then the government, refo- she, like, they, she, they, they gaslit them. Exactly. <laughs> they, were gaslighting them. <laughs> they were literally <laughs> gaslight girl boss gatekeeper. Exactly. <laughs> these are the peasants other peasants yeah well no, no these were these oh. were more like well they weren't peasants but they weren't officials they were just like Higher i guess middle were... class for her yes she had one of them was a baby uh like a nursery someone who worked in the nursery with her like a yes and then she had four so four servants that lived in the house with her that helped her and um three of them actually were sentenced to ex- execution burned at the stake oh my god oh wow yes two of the women and one of the men and then the other woman was not sentenced to execution because i think she might have been the only one that actually spoke and was like yes this Mm -hmm. has happened sort of like turn them yes 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 made a deal but nobody knows what's happened to her nobody knows there's no after they said that they didn't sentence her to execution there is nothing else on her i bet she's done well, then there was a fifth woman that was involved, but it wasn't a servant. It was actually a witch that went <gasps> to her for information. Oh, what the hell? A witch, that's, yes. That's a a witch? Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so they found the witch, burned her at the stake. Well, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, so now you've tracks. got her, her accomplices, or five accomplices, dead, gone. And, you know, she's just like, well, I mean, it's happened. And so usually, I mean, I don't know. It seems like it's a theme in like European history that women of power usually are sentenced to execution. Mm-hmm. But because of her high standing, she was not. She was boarded in her house <gasps> for four Ooh. years. They boarded, boarded her up in a room, no windows, only a slot for food and air. Oh, wow. And left that her there for thing. four years. Honestly. For her to die? Yep. She died in her. They walked in one day and found her dead. She in was, my opinion, that might be worse than execution. Yeah, she was 54 yeah. years so. old. I mean, like, she deserved it. Okay, I'm sorry. But before she lived a she did, long time. She lived a long time. She did. For that age, or for that time. Area, well, yeah. there's so many things that also, like, so that's just the gist of the killings and what's caught. That's what we know. So how do we get to the legend of Dracula? Well, that's a real, so this is really, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
So you've got all of these, they, all the peasants were terrified. They'd all, I mean, you know, you see these girls outside freezing and stuff. So they knew all of those torture methods. However, it was said it's now best known for her being consuming blood for youth. So she would kill girls and take their blood and bathe in it. Or she would put it on her face and use it as like a moisturizer, I guess. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Part of her beauty routine. Yes. Yeah, kind of like Marie Delphine. And if anyone knows who that is in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Seen in American Horror yeah, Story. Yeah, she's seen in American yeah. Horror Story. Um, Coven. Good season. Watch it is a really good season. Go We're not being sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> but, um... Anyway, she, so, but that, that rumor didn't start until a hundred years after her death. So how true it is, I don't know. But there is an account of one of the many 300 people that spoke against her. One of the 300 men that, people that spoke against her, which mostly were peasants, only 80 of those accounts are actually like used. 300 of the other ones were like, nobody ever saw it. Like 250 of the accounts, no one ever saw. Mm-hmm. And the others, they had, like, a lot of them were servants and people that lived really close by. So, like, verifiable. Yes. Yes. So. The big words. Gotcha, gotcha, big words. They said she slapped a servant girl one day and blood poured out of the girl's mouth and hit her on the face. And she said she felt youthful and where it landed. And hit Elizabeth on the face. Yes, hit Elizabeth on the face. It, the blood splattered across Elizabeth's face and she was, like, she said when she removed it with a hand towel that it was completely more smooth Could very you useful that's so like not something i would think of no there's blood hitting me i'm like ew what the i'm sorry has any, if you're hitting someone hard enough for blood has anyone seen snow white and the huntsman where like she like soaks herself in milk and if you haven't seen that tangled think of mother gospel but with blood instead of hair Yes. Really? Yep. Yes. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> so this is actually really exciting. This next one is really exciting. So you've got this whole, she's horrible. All of history thinks she's absolutely atrocious. She's a monster. She kills people. One of the first. Tortures. Not even just kills. Tortures. Tortures, tortures. kills girls. Little young girls. 10 to 14. Babies. All of these little kids. And then, so you've got all of this saying that. Mm. On the other hand. There is a conspiracy that says she is a woman of power oh. in a time that was not, women were not supposed to have mm-hmm. any kind of power yeah. and she had no husband. So she was running estates with no husband. She didn't have to answer to any of her male. So like this, queen. she could be framed. So they're thinking, now I don't know how she can be framed for 650. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. But I mean, could she be framed for like all the torturing Tor- could she be framed for the number yeah could she be framed for could a lot of accounts been pushed on her even though they might have not been her. exactly yeah. so a lot of people think that they have embellished a lot of the things that have mm-hmm. happened to her to make her seem horrible so it was easier to like crucify her yeah and so that's very interesting is it really like a horrible one i definitely think she tortured someone there's not a doubt in my mind mm-hmm. about that because that's gotta come from somewhere that's gotta come from somewhere there's definitely definitely. a horrible woman there's also i mean there's also a conspiracy that she was bisexual and this is like kind of her way you know a lot of male serial killers use 
their killings as a sexual release. Yeah. But that's not really common in females. It's not. Except for, like, Rose West. Yes. But it's... But other... I mean, really, yeah. over the uh, many accounts of female killers, it's really yeah. not supposed to be sexually. It's Mm-mm. usually got a different motive. Mm-hmm. There usually isn't even, like, a touch... Like, hand-hand yeah. contact. But they said she was a bisexual, so may- maybe this was, like, a sexual awakening for her or her way to express herself. I don't know. But anyway, so overall, I don't know if this is a case of her just being a vengeful woman mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. a whore. Literally, people think she slept with the devil. Maybe she was just mm-hmm. Satan's spawn. That or is, is this a woman that is in power and being framed? That is, Or it could so just be she had so much power that she just, she could do stuff like she that. She could, yeah. She could have been a truly horrible person and done everything. She could have. Could, she could have just gotten away with it for so long because she was in power and she knew that. That is... Now it's, like, super interesting to me if, like, she's the inspiration of Dracula, why wasn't Dracula a female character instead of a Well, you have character. to think, though. Right. I mean, what, it's if also you... a female versus a male exactly. in this world. And Dracula came out how long ago? It was a male-dominant world. But a woman wrote it. Yeah, yes. that's what I'm saying, a woman a wrote A woman wrote Dracula, but I guess if you have a female author, you make a female character. I mean, think about it. Who really, you, who yeah. really back in the early yeah. 1900s is going to listen but to that? But then again, I don't know my fellow podcasters here have read or seen dracula there is a bad um female villain yes that is dracula's lover so, so i mean maybe, maybe that's this inspiration is inspiration because that. she killed children know. she killed children well yeah, maybe you have to think in. what if you yeah. said at the beginning vlad the impaler vlad the impaler what if this is now i don't for lack of a better word what if this is like the original fan fiction for vlad the impaler and the blood oh counts my god. <laughs> oh my gosh oh my god what if it is? What if she was We're like putting a pen in that and we won't research that. That, that, could, that is a good. I mean, that could be fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, the person who wrote Dracula probably. I think her name's Maria. I think so. Yeah. I don't know her last name. You got to think about it. a lot of movies now were adaptations of older writings, like Hamlet, yeah. Romeo, Hamlet, Lion King. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So there's like a lot, but other than that, that's um, so interesting. That is my case. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this was an exciting first episode. I'm like so excited for the rest. Yes. (laughs) So here at Cross Chaos, we do like to take a second to just remember by those victims and give their families and the victims themselves just a second of respect. So right now we're going to just take a second and everyone's going to be quiet. We're going to just... So once again, thank you so much for joining us Yay. today on our first episode yeah. of Cross Chaos. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. I hope everyone has a spooky and enchanting time. Be safe, please, though. Yes, be please safe. be safe. We have so much fun. Yes. yes. Don't wear black and rock, walk in the streets. Don't do that. <laughs> well, it's not unless you have like a little reflective thing. Yes. Yeah. And if you Dracula, good luck. Yes. And if you are a soap maker. Watch yourself. <laughs> Watch yourself. But again, it's giving me next week where Faye will be covering H.H. Holmes and I will be covering the case of Emily Rose. See you next week. See you next week. Peace out, bitches. Woo! Yeah.